0: Of all the sports science, um, you know, for training and um, sports medicine and things like that, uh, what I, from what I can gather from the Olympics, the sport of wrestling has not advanced beyond waving a towel. Waving a towel, yes. (laughs) Every single wrestler, every (laughs) single coach, halftime of every single match.
1: Oh, Waving they wiggle their arms too. They wiggle their arms like uh. There's some. There's a little juice arm them.
0: wiggling, and and that coach. That's how you get to the Olympic level. Coaching is how <laughs> you know. Boy, goddamn! Yes. Look at him wave that towel. Matt, you wrestled in high school, right? Yes. Did you go
1: to the Olympics? <sighs> I did not. Did Jim fight ever wave a towel at you in between periods? Not, not I. No. Nope. Nope. Exactly. We. Fucking didn't have the technology that we needed, God, and needed to get yeah, us to the next just didn't level. Didn't have the
0: towel technology. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: you forget. Like uh, I was in I was in Rome a couple years ago, and you know you know some of the famous statues, but there's statuary everywhere, and it's including like two guys wrestling, and then two coaches waving towels. At them. <laughs> you don't see the towels because those have gone away, but yeah. like you see the hands up in the air. They used to have right. A, right. Yeah, they would hang like flags in there. They yep.
3: have them if you look closely at the the uh, pictograms for each sport. There's the two guys like locked in for wrestling, but then you zoom out
0: a little bit and there's coaches on on either side waving towels towels that's how you know because otherwise you wouldn't know what sport it was I want to apply that to broader medical spectrum like you go into the hospital and there's a doctor over the operating table just (laughs) waving a towel also
3: while while they're doing surgery there's a guy like shaking his arms and just you know loosen up those muscles get out that lactic acid there you go
2: members of Lil' Captain Travis, uh, that's you, our listening audience, uh, special uh, welcome to members of our double diamond club, the Hoggies. Uh, a- as everyone knows, uh, uh, this is an alien sentience speculation podcast, and today we're covering the big one. We're talking about the F word, followed by the C word, first contact. Um, that was the second uh, F word oh, and the fourth
3: C word I thought of. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, for members of our uh, super secret uh, Double Diamond Club, the Hoggies, um, sculpt your decoder mashed potatoes into a mountain now. Because, <laughs> um, uh, like I said today, we're covering first contact. We're covering first contact with an alien species, uh, and the main reason we're covering it is for the majority of my life, I had uh, I was terrified of uh, that aliens do exist and might come down. Um, like, like really, like it was like almost like a crippling fear for me. And there's a point where you start to realize and you're like, I don't think if, if this, if this scenario is a movie, I don't think I've ever made it past all the titles. Like, I think I've only watched this movie up until it says like head of casting because it's like, you're scared of aliens. All right. What if they come down? Well, hell, who would they talk to? Where would they land? Where? Like, like, we've covered. It's probably not me in Ohio. I'm (laughs) off the hook. Um, but I, I wanted, to, I wanted to get this up and bring this up and talk about this,, because uh, uh, I think it's a much more fun topic than a terrifying one. Um, I thought it would be nice if, uh, as as a podcast, we could kind of come up with a an action plan for first contact if we're the first people contacted. And, uh, I know that this podcast may not seem like, the number one uh, point of contact for an alien species but um, I have been uh, broadcasting uh, our mess, our podcast to space oh um, mm-hmm. uh, so there's a chance that uh, that's why you've been standing on your roof and yelling so much well you, you guys may have noticed what I do is um, I wait until night more space um, so I go out at night <laughs> that's when space is at its peak full blue you can see, look how much <laughs> you can space. see peak space Ugh. right so peak space right about midnight. I go outside. <laughs> I put the podcast on. I face my podcast up towards mm-hmm. space, mm-hmm. and I just play it at full volume. My neighbors can tell you I've been doing this for a minute. Um, <laughs> they've been uh, they've been tracking my they've been tracking my research. But uh, in in the book Contact by I've Carl tra- Sagan, they've been <laughs>
3: logging it with the police
2: every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in the book Contact, one of the first messages that was ever broadcast into space in this book is
0: uh, a speech from <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: ASL. No, um, uh, from 19, the 1936 Olympic Games, uh, Hitler giving a welcoming speech uh, was one of the first broadcasts that was strong enough to break through the ionosphere, and that's what the first things that aliens will hear. Yeah, no, that's not likely to happen. I, I don't think that, but just in case... I've been playing our podcast to space.
3: <laughs>
2: um, Along with some other Hitler speeches, just in case, you know. Right, exactly. exactly. Because they, like they love that Hitler shit? Yeah. Like, Hasselhoff's huge you in gotta Germany. you got to give Who the knew? people what they want. Right. That's a rule. That's a rule. You play the Hitlers.
0: Mm. Mm. That's Yay. not a
2: rule. Uh, Grant, don't send that to space. Edit that
0: out. <laughs> um, there are uh, billions and... In- Billions of Nazis on this pale blue dark we Earth. Not bad. I watched a couple Not movies. Bad. I read a couple
2: books. And I've put together so you're uh, a kind of haphazard uh, format for how we can establish our alien... Our, the free legal advice plans for first contact with alien species. Um, so, like I said... Watched a lot of movies um, that pretty much steered me right. Uh, read that one book, most of it. I mean, Contact. I get it. You read? They the made cover. it. I That's assume enough. it ends well. Um, and here's the thing: you only get a one chance at first impressions and at first contact. So this is why I think we should kind of plan this mm-hmm. out. So, um, step one about this contact: how is contact being made? What if we just find someone's like, uh, like you know, we land like uh, rovers all over Mars, right? What if one day you're out on Mars and you're like, what the hell is that? Someone landed a little radio-controlled ship near me. That's definitely a possibility of first contact as we just, you know, they land a satellite or something here. They're too far away for us to really, you know, shake hands with. Uh, we could, it could be a reverse contact. What if we hear their satellites and their Hitlers?
0: Right? <laughs> it's true. Right?
2: um or uh
0: then we like rush to compete in their 1936 olympics <laughs> yeah, to dig up jesse owens let's go beat him yep. are
2: we in time for the 1936
0: olympics just missed him <laughs> it's first question when you get to the earth-like planet yeah
3: we
2: traveled across space uh,
3: we're like but, wearing under armor and like we're we're ready to go we're just okay yeah. olympics right mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> let's hit it um there's always a chance carrying of this
3: torch to this to the the, the space <laughs> shuttle was really
2: dangerous, but we yeah. did it. We made it all the way from Greece. <laughs> uh, there were a lot of tragedies along the way, um, <laughs> but you can't have an Olympics without a couple of tragedies, right? This is um, true. It's what they say. <laughs> Those are the rules. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all right.
3: I didn't make up the rules. It's the Greeks' problem. Yeah. But
2: here are the rules. Ready? So with any uh, with any. Um, Any like contact uh, or alien like uh, contact uh, movie or book that I read. Step one was always gather a bunch of eggheads. All right, you eggheads. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's gather in a bunch of eggheads and let's just uh, let's just kind of dream. This is like they said: you dress for the job you want. Let's plan for the alien encounter of our dreams. What kind of aliens do we want to encounter? Are we happy with just, like, the regular gray ones? Or do we need something that's kind of, like, monstrous and amorphous? Uh, Yeah, my first thought was crab monster. I was thinking
1: that the the monster kind is kind of cool. Um, Did you say crab monster? Yeah. Um, but uh, this? I I guess, what's the goal here? Uh, Fun and
2: excitement or uh, no harm to me personally? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think anytime we're dealing with a sufficiently advanced enough species, uh, no harm to us is going to come down to hoping. Because um, uh, what you're going to do, uh, anyways, that's a that's a step or two ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: always a good one if like they can master like interstellar travel, but they're big pussies. <laughs> 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 they're no match
0: for a steak and a right cross, pow! Mm-hmm. And then you blast them right. in the face. Yeah. Or what if they're what if their weakness is water? Uh-huh. Turns out Ooh. after interstellar travel and landing on a planet that's three quarters of water, right? They actually, right? I, I, I don't want to spoiler, spoiler. Or anything, it's like there, you, that, you go that, to, a, we go to a planet, Matt. A we go to
1: a planet and it's like seventy percent football, and then we catch one right in the groin as soon as we land, and it's just like, no, <laughs> no. we should never go to this no. place. Yeah, yeah, but they
3: the were right. remnants are like, oh, bring more crotches!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yep. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Um, so let's say, let's say for the purpose of this, we are directly contacted by, uh, our our current podcast group of eggheads is contacted directly by the aliens. Let's say they just land in the backyard or whatever. Um... Uh, and like I said, you dress for the job you want. So we got, you know, we we're planning for crab like, hideous monsters. Mm-hmm. Essentially landing in my backyard, um, asking to hang out. Uh, the next step in alien contact is um, deciphering the message. And I think the beginning of there is again, we get a group of eggheads together. What, uh, and I think you guys will have to fill in for the eggheads again. What, like, weird modes of communication might these uh, aliens uh, have outside of our own narrow band of, like, some of the electromagnetic spectrum and a little bit of vibration, you know? Mm. Well, I have a question. Can, that, can the crab monster be,
1: like, Carl Winslow, the dad from Urkel? And then...
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. That's what they called that show.
1: Okay, because, like, uh, maybe, like, because he can get real stern sometime and not have any patience for our shenanigans. oh That's the kind of thing right? that I'm worried that we might have to deal with. We might make some... There might be some foul-ups that we do, and then he'll, he has no time for that.
2: And we'll totally... Mm. I'm sure we'll get into... Uh, there's no way that that'll be misinterpreted. Uh, but uh, he's going to he's gonna step off of his... I'm going to say saucer. We can all agree on saucer. Mm. Saucer. saucer. He's going to yes. step off of the saucer. Could You're be a gravy boat. Mm. He's going to step off of the gravy saucer, and we're going to meet halfway. Um, so he's going to... He's on a flying saucer full of gravy, as far as I understand. Mm. He's a crab thing that lives... <laughs> In some sort of gravy-like fluid. Crabs uh, like to this guy's getting water. They need a fluid. What's that? Crabs need a fluid. Well, that, gravy. That's right, like gravy.
3: This is true. Mm-hmm. Gravy's mm-hmm. a fluid? Well, it'd have to be salt gravy for the crab to... to... Right. Oh. Unless <laughs> it's a fresh gravy it...
2: crab. Ooh, that's, <laughs> I don't know if it's fresh gravy or salt gravy. All right, you group of eggheads are going to have to focus up. Two of you are going to have to be by the books, and one of you is going to have to be the... Uh, the, the, Ooh, the wild card. rebel. Wild card? All right, wild card. Uh, while we're all discussing how to like so he's going to he's going to present us with his message. He's going to be like, "Hi, here I am. I understand I'm better than you guys." He's going to have to mm-hmm. say something, right? Yeah. But he's going to come down and he's going to communicate what with like clock licks or something. Yeah. And we're all going to be trying to like do some sort of Morse code and we're going to need the rebel to be like, "No, right. you guys. While you guys are deciphering it, I'm
1: like you got to like listen to your heart and then I get out the harmonica and I like play some like sweet blues blues licks on that on that blues pickle or whatever there was somebody well, some, there's some good names for that fucker but
3: blues my Lick'Em pickle?
1: stick or something like that <laughs> but anyway I, I, I and then he's like he clicks his clicks together and then mm-hmm. music is the language so is that what you mean Corey like wild card like That's the exactly A-heads what or? I mean okay we're
2: all okay Grant and Matt you guys go back a couple scenes. I want you guys just looking at printouts of that white with the green line paper uh mm-hmm. out of a loud printer while yes. ben starts his harmonica and you goes, could you stop that i'm trying to, i can't it's 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 covering up the clicks or whatever and then uh like, we're making a movie at this point but anyways um, <laughs> um speaking of movies uh the next step is once we've figured out the message we've we've deciphered the message thanks to ben's harmonica clicks Yep. um uh the next step in alien contact is uh informing the public so I want to start by getting a group of eggheads together
3: mm-hmm. and
1: mm-hmm. figure
2: out a way to tell the public. Uh, how do you break this to everyone all at once? So I fuck it up first because I'm still chomping on that old
1: tin
3: sandwich.
2: <laughs> Wait. <laughs> is <laughs> is <laughs> Ben still the wild card one? In the, no, Grant, you're wild card in this one. okay. You
3: So Ben, in a very straight-laced and by-the-book way, is chomping on that tin right. sandwich. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm trying to like... Well,
1: so, <laughs> you see, they... they, they, they they communicate in a series of tones and semitones.
3: Uh, uh, carry the four, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes,
2: yes, yes. Right. So Ben's playing mm. some "By the Books" tin sandwich. Yes. Right. Um, meanwhile, okay. So, but okay. How are we going to tell the public? Uh,
0: how do you how do you inform mm. the world? Hey guys, I think they. Yeah. I think they do uh, an off-Broadway tour of uh, <laughs> the the inter, intergalactic fresh gravy blues pickle. And uh, it, it, the public accepts their, their blues pickle performances. I think there's
3: only one flaw with that plan, and that is how, how do we inform Broadway? Because we will have informed everywhere else but Broadway, but what about Broadway? What's, right. what's your strategy? Well, I get out the old licking stick, and I start a-blowing. <laughs> Enough of your rules and regulations, Ben. <laughs> this is an unprecedented situation we're yeah. in here.
2: Yeah. Uh, I offer up a, a couple. Uh, let, me know, let me know if any of these are, are valid ways of informing the populace that we're not alone in the, in the galaxy. Um, I did like, I like Broadway, and we may go with that. Broadway seems good because... Uh, Off. Broadway. off well off broadway i mean but you say broadway um that sounds better know. that's how people know mm. uh i think uh i i think the idea of a um chain letter writing campaign pass this to you know send this to 10 people or the alien crab mm. people will, will eat you uh i feel like that'll that's we'll get odd, what, always works and we do it by email you can like grandma can have that forwarded to everyone on the planet by this yep evening.
3: yep <laughs> um <laughs>
2: Uh, I was thinking of skywriting that just says aliens. I know that's not the same in every country, but I only know how to... I, the pilot only knows one language. We, we want to
3: save on... Yeah. When people in Australia and people in Canada look up at the sky at the same time and they see right. aliens, they'll they'll both know. Whatever language they speak in Australia, they'll know it.
0: You could have the skywriter do a movie poster of the, uh, from the movie Aliens, and because I'm pretty sure internationally they would have used that same poster so they see the Sigourney Weaver true. and oh aliens. I do. I get
2: that but I don't want them to be scared of it so I think just a big crab. Hmm. A big sky riding crab. Uh, in uh, countries where sky riding is illegal we'll do fireworks in the shape of a crab. We
3: just do um, it once. You just put it up in the sky once. What do you mean illegal? You put it up once sky. and then
0: they look at it over here. It's in the sky. As a resident science expert here and I think I've already established that <laughs> on this podcast uh, it's the same sky. You're. Mm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, all the politicians are like, well, how many skies? We don't have an unlimited budget How many here, skies right? are we even talking about? How many skies are we talking about? <laughs> Matt yeah. lays out a big map. There's just the one. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in the background just chomping yeah. on my blues burger, just
3: blowing, yes. blowing oh, on the old bluesburg. tone bone. Squirt some ketchup on that blues burger. Let's get it spicy <laughs> in here. Let's get it tangy. Is it time for a Mississippi <laughs>
1: sax solo? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> sax That's
2: solo Mississippi sax for no. <laughs> On the tin sandwich. Uh, okay, so uh, is, let me just ask you this. Uh, while Ben's bone on his tin sandwich, mm. is it worth... Chomping. Chomping, sorry. <laughs> is it worth telling people that there are, uh, like, uh, getting the word out to the public through a conspiracy theory? because uh, then like then it's like the um, mm. McDonald's like uh, millions when like you put your own thing
0: like your stickers together you're like I did this myself you know they are the most effective way to pass information mm-hmm. but right. how do we ensure that the information that we that's d- being disseminated is is the one is one message alright so we write it up turns out there are gravy living
2: freshwater gravy living crab mm-hmm. monsters they communicate Correct. through harmonica clicks to Ben That's true
3: this is true. Um, to Ben only. And mm-hmm. then at
2: the end we go. He's the key. Mm-hmm. Then we, at the end, we, uh, before we forward the conspiracy to conspiracy world, we just go, but this one's real. Oh.
0: That they have to start. That'll with, get it. Like, this is what they don't want you, you know. Yeah. To Like, either this is what the conservative slash liberal media slash government doesn't uh-huh. want you to know. This is what the people you hate don't want you to see. It, there you go. There
2: you go. Uh, that leads me. Okay, oh, speaking of, let's hate. just just lead them all with this one trick makes your
1: dick bigger, and then uh, they'll all click on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone, everyone. One
3: weird trick to grow your dick. Turns out
1: there's everyone
0: aliens. wants a bigger dick. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> the, the alien crab monster's clicking
2: on that one. <laughs> I
3: mean, everyone's <laughs> clicking on it. Come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the clicks sound like him saying something. Um, that leads us to um, the inevitable uh, next step of the military intervention. Uh, we. We should, I'd like to start this one by gathering up a group of eggheads um, mm-hmm. in the event a that these idea. in the event that these aliens turn out to be um, uh, hostile we should probably plan some way to uh, uh, I don't know like uh, we should we should plan uh, an attack if we have to and some rules of engagement to make sure that no one does anything foolish um, I think this one's easy Uh Matt, you're on hand-to-hand combat. Grant, you covered discus and Ben, you're on demolitions.
3: Um, All right. <laughs>
1: so I'm I gonna pull out my too. I'm gonna pull out my fist whistle and I'm gonna start blowing. Okay?
2: <laughs> 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 All right, Ben's plan for demolitions in case the aliens get here is to get on the fist mm-hmm. whistle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Take a bite of that
1: old soul biscuit, and I never stop <laughs> chewing. <laughs>
2: I gotta tell you, it's so hard to stay on track.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Jesus.
0: Oh, exactly where Corey thought this podcast <laughs> would be <going>. 100%. <laughs> oh, boy. Ah, uh, it's
2: tricky to even like think about putting it back on track. I'm like, I, I look down the tracks and there's not a fist whistle to be seen. So. <laughs> I know I'm uh, I know I'm going away from what's good. Uh, okay, uh, what should okay, we need some general rules of engagement so that no one does anything foolish and uh, like launches a nuke at these people. Uh, but we need to but we need a plan of action just in case um, uh, what like uh, what's the general like um, how do we how do we tell like uh, world leaders and military leaders and the public uh to keep their calm and not you know like get their shotgun out and blast one of these uh crab gravy people like um but yet be wary about it in case like you know what do we say like you know don't fire till you see the gills the crabs on crabs of their eyes
0: crabs of their eyes we we call we call for an emergency super bowl <laughs> and <laughs> We distract everyone with a week's At least to that, that buys us two weeks of media attention uh, leading up to the Super Bowl. So this is this this is nothing else. It, we get appeasement, and it, and it buys us time. Hey, if you're looking for a oh, guy yeah. who can be surprised by a Super Bowl, you're talking to him right now. Super Bowl? Oh,
2: is it? Shit, I should buy some chips.
0: An emergency um. Super Bowl. <laughs> all
2: right, emergency Super Bowl to tell people don't shoot him. Um, mm-hmm. All right, this, by the way, military in- intervention. This is a two-parter. Um, because now I need to gather a group of eggheads together to mm-hmm. regroup after a boondoggle when we started firing at the aliens anyway. Um, uh, the military doesn't like to listen to us eggheads. I feel like the
3: best course of action to just calm everyone down, so we, we, you assign a few people who've got it. Don't worry. You don't have to worry about it. They got it. Those people are flying Harrier jets that are hovering very slowly and like right above all of the crab aliens care with like nuclear bombs ready to drop, but they're not dropped yet. Shaking so they're just a like bit. inches away, just inches above their head, just at all times. There's a jet hovering uh-huh. above them, so we got them.
2: One false move, we got them. Blamo. I like that. I think. Uh, I think. Um, I think we've upgraded from uh, boondoggle to snafu. Um, and If that doesn't work, we chomp on a Mississippi mud biscuit. And we
1: <laughs> never stop chewing. Right before Grant drops that bomb, I get on the old spit box and I blow, "Sayonara, crab monsters!"
2: Get On that right. steel spit box, because Ben's the only one that can talk to him
0: through the harmonica, and they're just like, you know, suckers is the like the <laughs> yep. you know the little subtitle. Uh, okay, I wasn't Pop sure if food. Ben was gonna be like. You know, stop, 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 because he's he's you know he's been able to communicate with them, and he realizes like that they're they're peaceful or something, and he's got to stop the bombs from going. Now nah, At some point, I figure out they're assholes.
2: <laughs> it's like uh, it's like when um, there's uh, what's the, Independence Day, where Will Smith and um, uh Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, they go up to the they go up to an alien spaceship dock because they know the procedures. Mm-hmm. Write an alien code that makes a fake alien or like skull laughing thing. Ben does that with a harmonica. Ben shows up at the alien thing and they're all sitting there crabbing around and P- Ben pops out of the gravy, plays "Sayonara <laughs> Suckers" and they're like "Suckers!" <laughs> Boom goes off. Mm-hmm. I love this. Uh, but of course we haven't done that. That was just uh, in case. Um, I think. Uh, I think we're onto the step of redeciphering the message. Uh, I want to get the original group of eggheads together. Now I want to figure out where we went wrong and what the message really said. Ah, so then we get like John
1: Popper comes waddling out, and he's all like, <laughs> "Right, I have
2: programmed in over thirty-five thousand
1: uh, <laughs> <programmed in> types <laughs> of communication." Oh God! That's why he's got
3: all that like the so double bandolero. If you, <laughs> if you know Star Wars quotes and you know John Popper, then you've got that one nailed. <laughs> <laughs> you are in heaven.
2: Yep. <laughs> There's one member of Little Cap and Travis is like, whoa, yeah, today's the day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it took 178 episodes, but they did it.
2: <laughs> two for Tuesday. By the way, this is being recorded on a Tuesday. Uh, so, yeah, uh, two for two, two for Tuesdays. We got a nerd joke. So John Popper comes out, shows us that we were communicating in the wrong key this whole time. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I like that. Uh, this is this was a quick step because we can move right on to the final step of alien contact, which is pack your bags. So um, at this point, we're either going to space with a new friend, or we're about to start mining cobalt on an asteroid for our new friends. Um, uh, how do we feel? Like let's. How do how do we feel? Like this particular uh, uh, contact went. Uh, do we have space friends, or are we about to be enslaved? We're Americans, so if you blow some people up, you assume that they're also going to like us
1: afterwards. So um, mm. I think that they're our friends, and we go to space and hang out with them.
3: Cool.
2: Side note, all. all 50 space states. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to skip this because I was going to skip this because uh, this, I know this is an international podcast, but uh, for, uh, for Americans, there is a step where through, throughout uh, all these contact steps, um, we will pass a, uh, a tax cut for the wealthy two or three times.
3: Um, uh, yeah, Where's that for everyone.
2: Exactly. It trickles down, <laughs> right? Uh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, I, I have a feeling that the, the only time uh, any species would come right up to us and talk to us would be as a polite, like, get on the ship. It's time to, uh, time to dig up diamonds on a planet for me. Uh, I can't imagine that this is going to go well. Well, I'm with Ben. Uh, it's going to go well.
3: It doesn't matter what we do; they'll like us. Come on! Yeah, have they come seen on. us? I mean, we'll give yeah, them a couple. They're like, if they're annoyed, we'll give them a couple noogies and be like, "Come on, we're just jokes. We're just joshing, just right? Joshing, and they'll like it." I mean, you know us, right? Wee, womp, mm. wee. You
2: know Speaking us. Wee, <laughs> womp.
3: Come on! Yep.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm hoping for a scenario where as they're enslaving us and they, they see us as a a lesser species, I do the thing where I take off my glasses and take off my pony and shake out my ponytail and then they realize I'm beautiful (laughs) and decide not to enslave (laughs) at least me. Ooh. (laughs) Did did they take you to crab prom? They take me to crab prom, but again, they've decided to not enslave at least me. Um. Mm, Good. You guys better, better hope you have a ponytail. Um. Uh okay by the way uh speaking of uh speaking of contact uh like that's a solid plan for if you know I-, I know none of i know none of that plans going to be actually useful but it's it's nice to have something to do uh when the time comes it's like parenting nothing i did changed anything it was just nice to have something to do to make it seem like i did help me pass <laughs> the time uh and uh all that broadcasting into space i have to say um uh we have actually made first contact uh, with an Earth-like species. Uh, we, we've discovered an Earth-like species, or an Earth-like planet. I'm calling it Mirth. <laughs> uh,
3: My name is Girth. That's what I'll call it. Girth, I like that. That one <laughs> sounds bigger. The world according um, to us.
2: It's, you, got, you got like a Greenland-Iceland ice thing, thing going, like everyone <laughs> wants to go to Mirth. Uh, okay, so, um, so we've discovered the planet Girth, and it's teeming with life. And it's up to each of us to decide how to make first contact with uh, a species on that planet. And the question I I, I need answered, what's your criteria for choosing that species? Uh, How do you contact them? And how are your intentions misinterpreted? Uh, I'm happy to start. I decided um, I wanted to go, when I'm looking down at this planet through my planet scope, I decided with most is the ruler of the planet. So uh, there, mm. there's, there's a type of beetle on this planet. There's a shitload of them. They're everywhere. <laughs> Mainly I'm picking most because I don't have to find his house. I don't have to meet him anywhere. I can just be like, hey, beetle species. You're pro- I, anywhere I land is going to be fine. All right? Because there's some stuff I want to see and I just don't want to have to make two trips. So, um, so I'm picking, am picking uh, the most beetles on the planet as my, uh, as the species that I assume is rulers and masters of this planet, and uh, I'm going to contact Solid. them uh, through a complex beetle pheromone uh, that I have translated uh, using my technology that that says, "Be at peace, I am a friend." Um, hmm. So I'm just gonna uh, I'm not I'm just
3: nuking them. Interesting.
2: Not nuking. Yeah, mm. I'm taking the other way around uh what kind of you, chess game are you playing here you contact more beetles with pheromones grant <laughs> than you do with
3: the... <laughs> <laughs> <Pheromones>. <laughs> that's what my grandma said what they, said. Say. <laughs> in, uh, what they yeah. say i never believed it uh, her, but here's hard evidence no,
2: that it turns out so um and uh, the way my the way my intentions are misinterpreted um, uh, is uh, uh, my my message of be at peace i am a friend uh it's a little too on the nose when translated to beetle, and it started a wild sex breeding orgy, <laughs> um, at, which threw up a few mutant beetles mm. that started practicing capitalism, and shit just went downhill after that. So, Interesting. Um, uh, so again, never try. Well, uh, <laughs> you wait till
3: beetle 1800s, and you get some fat cat uh, beetle capitalist with mustaches and top hats. Oh, yeah. The Robert That'll Baron be nice. beetles.
0: Yeah, that's, but they look yeah, so funny. Look at them. Look at them. The problem is we all know where that goes in Beetle 1936 Olympics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how I heard them. It was their 1936
2: Olympics. They broadcast a beetle message loud enough, mm. and I was like, "Oh, there they are. Let's go give them some pheromones. Uh, who, else, uh, who else has made contact with this uh, with girth, uh, a species on girth here?:
3: mm, Well, my, uh, I made contact with them. Uh, the criteria that I chose was most delicious Ooh, uh, that's a good
2: one to talk to you method, stay next to me I got plans the method
3: by which I made contact uh, I used the the advanced technology of the Ronco Showtime Rotisserie Oven <laughs> uh, let me tell you people you just set it and forget it okay so I, I I left I took a lap around the planet just lazy just checking out all the, the girth shut mountains shut the fuck up uh, I came back and boy, you would not believe oh the juiciness, God. the juicy uh, response of your welcome message. Yeah. And how, how will it be misinterpreted? Or how will it be misinterpreted? I don't think it will be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think they got it.
0: Quite clear. Yeah. Quite they got clear. It. clear.
2: They got it. Yeah. I eat you. <laughs> message. It full stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love how that's going. Who else has got one? Okay. Um, so, you
1: know, you might think that you want to go with, uh, who's in charge here? Or I think, Corey, you even suggested at one point who the most violent or something. That's, that's no way. It'd be most violent. But this is all too risky to me. I think, you know, we don't know anything about these people. You don't want to, maybe you don't want to alert yourself to their presence. So I find maybe what seems to be a bit more of the stupider ones, Okay. Some Someone with no kind of power. They're not the ones in charge. They seem a little bit more stupid. So those are the ones that I pick. Because I'm I'm all about the risk mitigation. I'm, I'm about low risk. Let's test the waters there. Um, initiating contact. Again, you think I'm just going to show up there? What if they just eat people automatically? Nope. I'm going to craft like... Kind of like a mannequin or something. Like a dummy that I can like put out there, like, a puppet of sorts that, like, I can talk through to them, but it's, I don't have to risk my own hide. You know what I mean? Like a drone of some sort. Well, something like that. But how does this go wrong? God damn it, I'm the intergalactic Jeff Dunham. Because I just, I'm doing the fucking puppet thing for idiots, and the whole thing backfires. They think humans are moronic, and, uh... Also, I have a bunch
2: of racist puppets that are problematic and hard to explain. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah but Ben, you, you, you'll you play Space Vegas for like a decade. <laughs> this is true. It is
1: lucrative, yes, but yeah. it is right. not what I intended. It's, I, I say like, it's really kind of a private hell as I pay for every woman that I meet and I uh, just live in a bathtub full of caviar. Who cares? It's all the same.
2: If you can't exist outside of your gravity well, you might be an
1: Neck.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Same thing as Jeff Dunham, but yes. Yep. Uh, I don't know Jeff Dunham's work. I did. A, I in my head I was gonna say, but through a puppet. I <laughs> I also
1: could not name one single joke. Yeah, who, uh,
3: because why watch? He's that. the douchebag with the puppets. That's that's him. There you got it. Yep. Done.
0: Matt, were you gonna make contact with Jeff Dunham? <laughs> that, I was my my qual. Uh, my selection criteria would be was, uh, puppetry. So let's oh. see. Interesting. Uh, with bonus points for racist puppetry. Yes, <laughs> <So, laughs> Matt's um, contacting me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: and how could it go wrong? I don't see. <laughs> yeah. On the
1: expedition, he's like, we're on the ship and he's sending me notes. <laughs> hey, just like me a paper a airplane thrown yeah. yeah. over to you. and Yep. <laughs>
0: Uh, I I, being the science expert here I am looking for one characteristic uh, subservience but you might think you know you land on a new planet you don't know what species are going to be there what form they might even take up but uh, what I I will use electromagnets uh, to scan this planet uh, basically for backbone strength and so the weaker the backbone the better I'm looking for something that's kind of like like a gelatinous tube that that has resembles a backbone and um how do I make contact um I pass them a note during class that says do you accept (laughs) my hostile takeover circle yes no
3: do you contact me yes no (laughs) how
0: could it be misinterpreted so they they circle yes uh but the problem is then they uh so I guess this one I'm leaving up to a hypothetical so if they circle no then I'm obviously going to run to the bathroom and cry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But if they circle yes, I've they what's going to happen, I will obviously take over them, but then they will resent the fact that I uh, tricked them into doing this with a note and they'll resent my authority, at which point I'll realize I am not love and I will go to the bathroom and cry. <laughs> so, <laughs> Solid that's, plan. Uh, that's where you'll find me, on planet girth.
2: <laughs> what I like is... We've all seemed to have focused in on a... Our general criteria for contact would be the stupid, the weak, and the delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, if aliens ever contacted Earth, that puts humans high on the list of who's getting contacted, I think. This is true. Uh, There's a lot of us. We're we're a bit on the foolish side. I bet we taste great. Mm -hmm. And he's got a a spicy kick. Here's the thing. If the rest of you guys aren't weak, I sure as hell am. So... (laughs) You guys are anything like me. Everything's broken. Um, yeah, uh, these are these are all. I mean, we we've put together a solid plan for if we get contacted. We we thought about if we contact someone. Um, uh, what you guys didn't know is uh, it was Earth all along. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know for which one, if it was for the first one or for the second one, but it was Earth all along, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, you maniacs! Yeah, no, you guys, you guys podcasted it up. I don't know what you were thinking. You blew your
3: Mississippi
0: mud whistle, didn't you,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> little Captain Travis? Uh... If you would like uh, our recipe for crab gravy with a side of blues pickles uh, <laughs> email us at free legal podcast at gmail.com and we'll send it to you. And if you want to see our concept art for early 90s sitcom dads
1: as crab and or insect aliens um, you can follow us on Instagram we're free
0: legal advice Podcast. And uh, like Grant's friend Carl Sagan always says join the billions and in- Billions follow us on Twitter at Free Legal Pod. Was that Carl Sagan or Carl
3: Winslow who said that?
1: <laughs> I
2: was thinking, that, was, that was Carl's dad, and he's like, mm, "Did I do that? Did <laughs> I follow that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God!" Uh, and if you like the show. Communicate that through to us through first contact on your tin uh, sandwich. There, <laughs> or would you really just honk on that puppy and just let that, let that blues gravy dribble on down your throat? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Get out your hobo heart and just start a going on, and, and choppin' on that day. Classic.
3: Classic. Classic.
2: Classic. A classic bit
3: Episode 86
2: All of this is going to play beautifully All of this is going to get turned into a major motion picture um, mm-hmm. All it's going to do is Increase our brand People, Toy. Will... It's
1: going to be Cars 4 This is the plot for Cars 4 <laughs> Steel Magnolias 2 still Steel Steel,
0: <laughs> steel Magnolias no, I'm a bad bitch Mag-
1: oh Oh God. <laughs> that was so bad, I love hey, it. Hey everyone, there are 85 other episodes of this podcast that you could listen to. There are to
3: no bees in the <laughs> XFL McMahon. Except for the killer bees, B Brian Blair and Jumpin' Jim Brunzel. Those, and those are, are the only are, bees we allow on the World Wrestling Grant, Federation. Are those are those, those really the names of the, the two real killer tag bees? team in the '80s called the Killer Bees?
1: Yes, <laughs> B, Brian I know
2: Blair. the tag team, but I didn't know the and wrestlers and Jim Brunzel. <laughs> Damn, okay. Grant! By the way, let's not forget XFL Hall of Famer. He hate bee. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Grant just won the contest, oh. by the way uh, oh, I that just won the like, you know what, I, we put a button on it hey, all oh, the ending man. stuff right now he hate <laughs> me that is he amazing
3: that is awesome uh, uh, uh. that's better than any Jesse Ventura joke I could possibly make nope, <laughs> uh, I don't know about that uh, it is for wow. me McMahon <laughs>
1: if you just did Jesse Ventura and Shaq, uh just I don't know really what they're talking about
3: Jesse Ventura gonna dunk on your ass he's going wait I'm, I gotta mix hey, that I know on. that was it was Jesse wasn't o. working <laughs> yeah yeah living in my shack in Mexico it's all in, it's in the documents <laughs> McMahon <laughs> girl I, I, don't, Monsoon. I don't know what
1: to say is there like shack is in Mexico and Jesse is inside
3: him yep I don't know Yeah. probably the brain heenan go to hell
2: Definitely a <laughs> part of the contest. You're going to have to fight Shaq. <laughs>
0: Turn internet over.